0: Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better
1: with CrashPlan. Hey, friends. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Strategy Hour podcast. Uh, We are here again with A sick child at home. And so if you hear random screaming, crying, yelling, singing in the background, that's what it is. And today we're going to talk more about
0: what it's like to work from home, how to create a super productive environment. And especially in light of recent current events, we know people that even if you aren't fully into your business full time yet, you may be working from home because of the environment in the world we're living in at the moment. So if it's not 2020, just so you know, we're in the middle of the coronavirus (laughs) outbreak and a lot of travel has been suspended. A lot of in-person events have been closed and more and more businesses are sending workers home to try to be productive. And if you've and never closing. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. If you've never been working in that environment or perhaps you're forced to work in that environment because your kids school is out, mm-hmm. we want to give you some tips to create more structure in your day yep. to make you more productive, but also if
1: you are a parent, how to accommodate for that. Yep. Because my adjustment is I have been working from home for years, but Penny's also been in school and she's home right now because she's sick, not from the virus. She's got that old pink eye because toddlers are disgusting, but I would not be surprised if come literally on Monday that her school closes. And if it's not Monday, it's going to be soon. And so I've been kind of prepping behind the scenes on not only how can I make Abby and our team aware and more efficient for when I can be focused and work but what activities can I be bringing at home? So like, she's not just watching Netflix all day and being so bored. And so I feel like I've got a nice mix of both options that I can't wait to share with you guys.
0: Yeah. So we will kind of bounce back and forth between things that I think apply to everyone and then things that are specific to parents. So the first thing I want to talk about is structure. I know very few people that thrive in an environment that's fluid. Even if you're a creative person, having some sense of structure in your life is going to help you see benefits. So there can be extreme amounts of structure, if that's what you need, or structure that is more fluid, depending on the kind of person you are. But no structure, I promise you, will not serve you long term. No. Yeah. So little things like waking up at the same time or having certain habits that you create throughout your day, the things that you might have adopted when you were going to school or you were in college. Those or you things, went to
1: a full-time job
0: just a couple of weeks ago.
1: Yeah.
0: Those don't things. don't abandon those philosophies Because now you're home and you think, oh, I can just do whatever I want, whenever I want. Yes, you can, but you will find yourself completely exhausted, put out, and unmotivated. So put the structure back.
1: Mm -hmm. That was also something I wanted to bring up because the people who need structure the most are kids. And especially if your kids have been in preschool or even upper level grades, they have like intense structure at school where they do the exact same things every single day. The specific activities might change, but you know, that eight to 8.30 is the same. Nine to 10 is the same, et cetera, all day, every day. So what I'm starting to think about is how can I create a structure for Penny to have a school-like day at home so I can have a work-like day at home? And so what we're gonna be doing, it isn't gonna be as structured as like, you know, her normal 8.30 to four school day. And even when she's at school, it's really just 8 30 or it's 9 to 11 is their like learning time And then after that it's literally just like playtime, music class and activities But like how can I create something similar at home? So like when we wake up What's the thing that she's going to be doing every single day? We're going to do breakfast, and I might play some soft music to kind of start our day. I can be browsing email, checking Slack since everything's kind of calm. And then I'm going to send her to maybe do a math lesson or read some books, do some sort of kind of learning based activity. And then it's going to be okay, you can pick from coloring or magnetiles and just have options at different staggering points in the day. Knowing your own kids' attention span, mine is. A little bit less because she's a toddler. Your kids might be a little bit more if they're a little bit older. So I think having in your back pocket a schedule of what could happen is going to help you like, okay, I'm going into a meeting in 10 minutes. Our options are to do this or that. And where it's not just like, okay, well, what are we going to do now that I have to have you kind of quiet for this meeting? Right. Right. Totally.
0: With the same thing in mind, I want to bring up having days of the week for certain tasks or hours of the day for certain tasks. So for some of you, if you are running your own business and this is just you working from home, trying to thrive, this would be my recommendation. Now, if you are forced to be working from home, given a circumstance, like a sick child or the bizarre kind of thing we're in at the moment, (laughs) the quarantine stuff, then that's different. And I feel like it has to be more on a daily schedule versus whatever. So what I'm talking about is time blocking. And for us, what has really, really worked and created that structure in an even deeper level and allowed us to plan for things was having certain days of the week for certain types of tasks or certain activities. Because before, if you're too loose with all the things, what can really easily happen is you give all your time away to other people and you find yourself being interrupted so much, even if it's 20 minutes here or there, when it, takes away from your flow, it's very hard to get it back. And so for instance, we have Monday off intentionally. Tuesday is meetings. For me, that can be anywhere from two to six meetings, which sounds like a lot, but if I do it all in the same day, it's okay. What I know in advance is I will get nothing else done. Okay. I'm meeting, I'm getting the information, I'm dispersing information, but me actually accomplishing tasks is not happening on Tuesday. Wednesday, we record podcasts. Today is kind of an outlier just because I was traveling, but typically we record podcasts and this allows for us to bounce ideas off each other, talk about things that we're thinking about, but then we usually do have some time for individual work where it can be quieter and we're really only heavy focused on certain things for two to four hours throughout the day. On Thursdays, this is very public. So we're spending a lot of time promoting in our Facebook community. It's usually the days we have webinars, but we also just like leave this open to being a part of our community and giving back to them in that way. And then Friday is for sure flex, but if we are going to schedule anything, we only schedule it in the morning. That way we either have time to work on our own in the afternoon or take it off because mm-hmm. who needs
1: to work five days a week, not us. What helps you when you have theme days, especially if you have like emergency, no childcare or very, very little childcare is you say, okay, if I have to work to get childcare, if I do it just on Thursdays when I'm batch recording all my YouTube videos or whatever, that will be the most beneficial Right. If you're doing YouTube videos throughout the week, like you're not going to get any of that done. Right. And so truly focusing on that hour of time or those hours of time that you need for tasks, it's going to be more of a struggle if like your kid's coming in and out of the room.
0: Yeah. And my suggestion, if you don't have the ability to do it in days, do it in hours. So like, yeah, maybe you only book meetings after 3 PM or, you have your dedicated solo work time in the morning, but this also needs to be based on your personal mm-hmm. things, you know, about yourself. Like, are you most productive the first thing in the morning? Or are you most productive around lunchtime? Right. From, I know by three o'clock I'm like mush. I'm so that's out. a really great time for me to have a meeting. You know, you best, but being willing and like enforcing it as a thing hey guys, I can't do the meeting at that time. We really need to push it to this afternoon so I can get X, Y, Z done. Not only will other people respect you more, but when you get more done, and especially if you're doing this in a corporate job and you're being thrust to work at home suddenly, people will trust you a lot more because if you get the shit done, they're going to be like, oh, well maybe she can work from Mm -hmm. home more often.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, so one of my things that I have on here that I think goes in line with this conversation is rethink, When you might be getting work done, restructure your expectations of yourself and make your team aware. So I'm not saying you're going to get any less work done. I strongly am a big, big believer in you can get the exact amount of stuff that you need done in the box of time that you have whenever you have it. Um, but it might get done in the morning. It might get done at night. It might get done at nap time and that nap time might change today, tomorrow, or the next day. And so I just want you to give yourself a little bit of grace on when it's happening, but know that, okay, in this season of life, I might be working at 7 PM when I haven't ever worked at 7 PM before, or I might want to get up a little bit early so I can have some quiet time. And like, honor what you need in a way that this might be temporary or it might just be a new routine for you. And it's okay if that work schedule changes because you have the freedom and flexibility to do that. Yeah.
0: Now with that in mind, you should still think about what is clock in clock out for you. Because if you're uncareful about how this works you can all of a sudden be like a work monster and like Mm -hmm. you're constantly checking this or you're constantly working on this or maybe you're not constantly doing it, but you're interrupted so many times Mm -hmm. that like now you're up till two or three in the morning trying to cram stuff. And so it goes back to structure a little bit. You have to be fully present, whether it's I'm spending time with my kids right now or I'm working right now. If you're trying to do either halfway, everyone's going to be frustrated with you.
1: Well, and I would almost think about it instead of clock in, clock out time, because to me that sounds like I'm going to clock in at eight and clock out at three and like I have to work all of those hours or even if it's eight to 10 or whatever, I would almost Ask yourself, like, and this might take a couple of days or weeks for you to figure out, but like, how many hours do I need to give dedicated to my work to feel good about what I did that day? Sure. If it's only three hours, like, you get one done before your kid wakes up, you get a half an hour done here, a half an hour done here, and you only have one more hour, maybe once they go to bed, of work left to do when you're going to feel good about the job that you did that day. Yeah, and it might be three hours this day, and it might need to be five hours the next day, just depending on what needs to be done. But I feel like if you just ask Ask yourself like, what's the time commitment I need to give like 100% focus to this thing today? And if you give it no matter when it happens, then I think you'll feel better about what you accomplished.
0: Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. Yeah. And to me, it's not so much of like the old school time clock punching it. (laughs) The thing that I want you to be mindful of as you start to work from home is, especially if you don't have children, I find that it's really easy to all of a sudden work all All of the time. Mm -hmm. It's not a, oh, get three hours. It's like, I've been working for 16 hours today and I forgot to eat and shower and take care of myself. And especially if this is new, I think that habit is really easy to start. And so being willing to set stuff down, put it away, establish boundaries, and also be present for the people that love you. Like, I think I really drove my husband bananas for like the first year of our business because I'd work all day on client stuff, have dinner, maybe spend an hour with him. And then I was up till two or three in the morning, like working on a blog post or whatever. And so like he got no part of me anymore Mm -hmm. and I was being spread way too thin.
1: Okay. So the rest of mine are definitely geared towards parents, but they're specific resources that I have recently found that I think you guys are going to love. And we will link these in our Amazon shop. So if you go to bossproject.com slash Amazon, we might have to create a new category. I don't know if we have have like kid things, maybe, but you can find these all on Amazon super easy. So the first thing that I recently got, and we just tested it this morning and she loved it. It's the DVD set from Rock and Learn. Rock and Learn is just a brand of educational DVDs. They come in packs or one-off sets. You can get different language DVDs, learn how to read DVDs and math. And then I think there's like one animal dancing one. They're all educational geared toward how kids learn. And she was enthralled by them. I thought sometimes educational ones, like they can smell that it's educational and they're like, I don't want to watch this. This isn't fun. These really make it fun. So you can spend around 50 bucks for like a whole kit of the DVDs or you can spend like nine bucks and just get one specific type. I picked up a handful to just have on hand during this time of when I think that she's going to be home a lot more. And we started the phonetics one today and she loved it. Great. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. One more quick app before I move on to this one. Cause I just remembered it. It's five bucks a month. So it's a lot cheaper if you don't want to just buy like a whole set of stuff. And it's an app that you can have on your phone or your iPad. And I'm pretty sure if you have Apple TV, you could probably like screen it, cast it to your TV as well, but it's called reading eggs and math seeds. And so it's five bucks a month. You get access to like the early educational, learn how to read the math seeds and then the reading juniors, So higher level readers, but it's just really fun. Like literally games for them to mm-hmm. practice counting, math, reading letter structure, all of the things really cool. So That's I haven't toss. signed up for that one yet. It's, you can do a free trial, but I figure once her school actually cancels, I'll probably get the free trial of that and test it to see. Yeah, no, for sure.
0: I know for me, interruptions are like the bane of my existence I can only imagine what it feels like with a child there Mm -hmm. and like mom
1: (laughs) watch this
0: but what I can suggest to all of you is that if you have the ability to set parameters and you define when you allow yourself to be interrupted now there's some things you can't control I get that but right. the things you can control, it's really easy to think, I'm going to work and I'm going to do laundry and I'm going to check the mail, oh empty the God. dishwasher, and I'm going to make dinner and I'm, gonna- and I'm No, you're groceries.
1: not. No, you're not. No, you're
0: not. Okay. In the same way that you couldn't get it done if you were sitting at a desk at work,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like don't expect to get all of your life done in between all of your moments of work. And that includes like... If you were to add kids stuff in there too, if they need you, you need to set aside time to do that, but you can't expect to get all the other things done too. So like I had to set, not so much with myself, but mostly with the other people in my household, just because I'm done doesn't mean four loads of laundry is also happening. I'll do it tonight or I'll do it this weekend, but being okay with that and also communicating it well to a partner or a loved one, mm-hmm. I think really helps your headspace. If you keep telling yourself that you're a superwoman and you're not,
1: mm-hmm. you're
0: going to be really disappointed all the time. And that just sucks. So don't mm-hmm. do that to yourself.
1: Don't do that. Okay. Some other resources that I just recently started so first of all, I want you guys to remember that even if you are in self-quarantine or you're limiting social exposure because of the virus, please still remember that you can go outside and you should go outside. Maybe you don't go to the playground where everyone's touching everything, but like if you have a porch or a deck or a yard or a park where there's like walking trails that you can stay like six feet away from people please do that nature is an amazing medicine getting sunlight is an amazing medicine and if you have kids wearing them out is a great medicine so whether you have kids or not please remember you can still go outside so that's my caveat to that but there are some amazing podcasts that i just found for kids and actually i've been learning a lot too so there's three that i highly recommend the first two are sciency and the third one is a storytelling so there's brains on called Brains On, and then Tumble. It's a science podcast. So they are super short episodes, like 30, 25 minutes, perfect for their attention span. And they cover everything from like, what are germs and how do you wash your hands? And how does meteorology work? And literally everything. And then the Story Pirates is another one that's short stories told by actors. So there's like award-winning actors that we all know and love coming on to read stories that have been submitted by kids. So they're just really funny, short, cool stories. And it's nice for them to have on if you are in the car traveling, or if you just don't want them to have screen time, but they still kind of need to be entertained. This is a really good alternative.
0: Yes. And I also urge you to look up because the kid podcast niche is actually growing very significantly. Mm -hmm. And so, if your kid has a specific interest, I encourage you to do a little bit of digging. I have a cousin whose kids are a little bit older. And so They don't necessarily want all the like super school stuff all the time, Mm -hmm. but they also want kid-friendly content. And so I wish I could remember the name of it, but there's a podcast that's hosted by a dog and they think it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. But there's stuff like that for all sorts of niches, like mystery and like stories. And I even think Disney has some
1: podcasts Mm -hmm. now. So I would recommend Story Pirates even to older kids because it's just funny kid- related content. It's not learning. It's short stories. That's awesome.
0: So the only other thing I wanted to mention, because I learned this the hard Mm -hmm. way, especially the first time I started working from home, it's really easy in that same way that I mentioned, like the get up and then all you do is work all day. Mm -hmm. If you don't take care of yourself, nothing else is going to happen either the same rate or in the same, like, level of professionalism. If you guys were to shower or exercise before you went to the office, you should still do those things. Mm-hmm. I know it's easy to say, oh, I'll just sit in my pajamas, but I'm literally less productive if I don't put on clothes. And it doesn't mean you have to put on a suit to sit in <laughs> your home <laughs> office. put on a suit and a hose <laughs> and sit in your office. It doesn't have to be crazy, but like... Taking the 15 minutes to take a quick shower or go for a walk around the block, or if the gym isn't a germ bomb, you know, go to the gym. But do that and take care of you and know that, like, instead of it taking away time, it's actually going to make you more productive.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to
0: think that I had to trade one for the other, mm-hmm. and I don't.
1: No. no so I have one more resource I want to share too. And this one just kind of blew my mind. I just learned about it last week. I haven't utilized it yet, but we might on Sunday, it might be our first time that we're testing it. So again, do your best judgment on the whole virus issue. I have heard that like smaller groups are better. If you are going to do anything, not large groups, if you can be in an open air space instead of inside and that kids are just germy in their own right, but don't maybe have a lot of impact within the specific virus. But please make your own call and best judgment on these things. But even if you want to wait till after the virus passes, this is still going to be an amazing resource for you. So I was chatting with a mom friend of mine who homeschools, and she told me about homeschooling co-ops. I'm sure you've heard of this if you know anyone who homeschools. And they are free, small get-togethers, of just basically play dates and activities. And the cool part is you don't have to homeschool to utilize them. You just have to be able to be there. And sometimes if you know other parents and kids that are there, you can even drop your kid off and leave. So there's everything from nature walks to going to the zoo together to a science city thing, like literally anything within your community that's open, someone is going to arrange that co-op. So like they might be like a gymnastics co-op leader and they decide to find all of the free tumbling times at places in your area. And then they're going to make it an event in a Facebook group, or they're going to text people who are in this co-op. So what you need to do is try to find those groups. The best way that I did that was literally just searching on Facebook groups on my own Facebook. I haven't gotten added into any by anyone else. I found them all on my own. So you can literally search... Like your City Homeschool. The first one that I joined linked to another group that was local in my area. That's like just 120 people. So not a lot of people. And it's in my specific county. And there's weekly meetup play dates, And you can say that you're going to come or you can not and they're all free for you to attend if the place itself has a small fee like the gymnastics place might have like a $5 fee or something they will note that in the event but there's not a fee like for you to come to the event because it's organized like if that makes sense it's literally just a group of parents and kids going to something at the same time together So if you start to establish those relationships now, you might be able to drop your kid off at tumbling next week and go to Starbucks and get some work done and quiet, which is exactly what I'm starting to cultivate those relationships for. (laughs) No, for sure. And I just want to encourage you,
0: like regardless of the circumstance in which you are now working from home, whether that's temporary, permanent, starting a new business, whatever, or the fact that The coronavirus is the top headline and it has been for weeks. We just want you to know that doesn't mean you can't get work done. And it doesn't mean that you can't have something impactful happening. I feel like it's so easy, especially in this time where there's a lot of panic going around and we feel like our business or the work we do just like the world stops, but it doesn't have to. And this is not like a statement on what I do think it will or will not affect business wise, just productivity wise. We can give you some structure and some ideas for how to overcome what might feel like an obstacle if it's new to you. So we hope you found these resources helpful. And if you have any other recommendations for working from home or especially working from home with kids, please send us a DM. I know Emily is like taking all the notes because the (laughs) summer is coming, whether we (laughs) want it to or not. So send us a DM over at Boss Project. We love to hear from you and can't wait to hear your takeaways. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op